number 51. 51. All right, day 51, Americans trapped, abandoned by Joe Biden. Their families abandoned by Joe Biden. Americans with green cards eligible to live in our country legally abandoned by Joe Biden. Our Afghan allies abandoned by Joe Biden. And it's now day 51, which with each passing day, it gets more difficult. Now, there's a video by our friend John Andrasik from Five for Fighting. You know, blood on my hands. And we're going to he's going to join us for he'll do an in-studio performance later, which is really cool. Um, and he's going to be in New York tomorrow night. If people want to check it out, it's on Broadway. What's the name of the place he's at, Linda? I forget off the it's top called of my Symphony head. Space. Symphony Space. Okay. And you can put it, put it up on Hannity.com. I am. Okay. And anyway, it's gone viral. And we're going to do a special Hannity TV version tonight that you're not going to want to miss. You you, you will want to tape this. Anyway, uh, so we got that. Um, why, oh, yeah, why is Jimmy? You know what? I just figured this out. It just dawned on me. You know why Jimmy Kimmel? We'll get into this later. Jimmy Kimmel, I guess, decides his ratings suck. Fallon's ratings suck. Colbert's ratings just suck. All, what's that other guy? Seth, whatever, can't even get a million viewers a night. They suck. And so they always want to start a fight with me, so I get him some attention. Because he starts in, Hannity was so desperate the other night about Joe Biden. And he, he played, Biden did get booed at the game, but you know, the congressional baseball game that they have every year. Uh, in Washington, he did get booed. Um, this is from the game. Okay, those are booed. Hannity's so desperate. They're mostly clapping. I'm like, uh, it, this is the problem with all these comedians. They're not funny anymore. They're just not. They just, they've gotten hardcore political. And to watch this phenomenon now, and, and this has been happening for a lot of years, where we literally... There, there are there are nights when Hannity, the the TV show, thanks to all of you, because you make it possible. We're going to celebrate our 25th year. What's today? The fourth uh, Thursday. It'll be my. I'm 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 going to be the longest run. I am the longest running primetime cable news host uh, on in in cable today. I will be in history if I survive up till some point next year. They told me. I don't even know. I hope not to go away anytime soon. But anyway, and all these network, all these late night shows, Jay Leno was funny. Johnny Carson was funny. In the early days, David Letterman was funny. The more political David Letterman got, the, the worse his ratings got. Nobody wants to tune in, you know, and to watch Greg Gutfeld, who is funny, you know, start kicking their ass and they're on network TV and to watch cable. There are nights that Hannity, the TV show's number one in all of television. Usually there's no football on on that night or, you know, a big, big event. But it's happened a lot. It's not it's not a phenomenon, depending on news cycles and things like that. That impacts it. You know, my shows tend to do a lot better in election years, although people are very engaged right now. I'll tell you what. Everybody sees what I see. You know, so I guess he says, oh, Hannity was stretching. You know, I'm, no, I'm not. But if you want to talk about Joe, Jimmy, abandoning Americans in Afghanistan, let's have that. Let's have that debate. If you want to talk about the disaster at the border in the middle of a pandemic, Mr. Healthcare, let's talk about it. Let's debate that. If you want to talk about inflation, I can go there with you, too. Or abandoning the energy independence that Trump handed him off and now begging OPEC 
to increase their production of the lifeblood of the world's economy is humiliating and embarrassing, giving Putin a waiver for natural gas, uh, a natural gas line being built, a pipeline being built so he can supply our Western European allies while simultaneously, you know, ending high paying career jobs for fellow Americans and ending our energy independence along with it. You know, we didn't have to care about the Straits of Hormuz or what happened in Saudi Arabia or Middle Eastern countries and oil anymore. Thanks to Donald Trump. I'll have the substantive debate with you. I mean, are you going to deny, you know, the, this is this was happening in stadiums all across the, the country this weekend. Listen, just this is just stadiums. F. Joe Biden. I guess I must be, I'm, you know what, 33 years in radio, I'm pretty deaf, what do I know? And at Talladega, their super speedway, they broke into the chant. You had what their reporter, is Kelly, what's her name, Stavist, is that how you pronounce it? Anyway, she was interviewing driver Brandon Brown, who won his first NASCAR uh, series race at the famed Alabama racetrack, Talladega. By the way, I used to have to run the board for Eli Gold. Eli Gold was a phenomenal broadcaster. He used to do Alabama games and NASCAR. Just a phenomenal broadcaster. Anyway, and as you can hear from the chants, you know, it breaks out F. Joe Biden. She goes, oh, they're saying, oh, let's go, Brandon. I'm like, no, they're not saying let's go, Brandon. Listen. Oh, my God. It's such an unbelievable moment. Brandon, you also told me. You can hear the chants from the the crowd. Let's go, Brandon. Brandon, you told me you were going to kind of hang back those two stages and just watch and learn. What did you learn that helped you there in those closing laps? Oh, my God. It was... uh... That that doesn't sound like let's go, Brandon, to me, but what do I know? We'll get into it more later in the program today. Uh, So the Democrats now have moved... They're now in such a state of of civil unrest within their own ranks that they now put off. I guess they've made the deadline October the 31st uh, in terms of what they're going to do. Now, you got the squad, which pretty much controls the House and all things Nancy Pelosi. They're out there. And the squad is saying, no, we're not voting on on the one point two trillion dollar, quote, bipartisan infrastructure bill, you know, highways, bridges, et cetera. I think too much money. My own personal opinion, I never would have voted for it um, until they get their three point five trillion new green deal socialist madness. And Biden's out there. Everybody's frustrated. Well, you're the leader, Joe. You know, the, the now the White House is leaving open the door of a full elimination of the debt ceiling. What do you mean full elimination of the debt ceiling? Is that that means you're going to abandon any sense of any fiscal responsibility? You know, Jen Psaki you know, suggesting Biden might back Secretary of the Treasury Janet Yellen's endorsement of eliminating the debt. That means there's we have no control over these elected officials. Are you insane? Joe Biden saying to Democrats, vote for trillions in spending or the Capitol rioters win. What is he talking about? This guy is out to lunch. One senior advisor, uh, still Cedric Richmond, is out there insisting that $3.5 trillion costs zero. I mean, how dumb do you think we are? 
$3.5 trillion costs $3.5 trillion. Even the Congressional Budget Office estimates that you're borrowing trillions of dollars to do this. You know, everybody's laments that everybody's worried about the top number. And Joe Biden is trying to insist that this multi-trillion dollar Green New Deal socialist agenda is not radical. It's radical. And Biden lacks the mandate to get his Bernie Biden manifesto through the new Green Deal socialist bill through because there are a few people saying this is madness. We can't afford it. You know, the White House uh, staff, this was a pretty interesting report. The Politico reporter Sarah Ferris is her name saying Biden offered to take questions from Democratic lawmakers after concluding his remarks. But his staff, his staff jumped in again. Uh, I, I'm not allowed. They get mad at me and everything. They get so upset. When I'm not, I, I can't answer. They're not going to let me. They got to yell at me and everything. He didn't take any questions. And sources tell Ferris that and a second political reporter, Heather Cagle, that Biden discussed a top line range now one point nine trillion and two and two point three trillion in spending. I don't I'm not sure they get the squad to go along with that. If I had to bet the answer would be no. And Biden bails to bet Delaware to sleep away the weekend as usual. Apparently, Kamala Harris now is missing in action. She's now hired her own damage control team, especially over this anti-Israel incident with this student. Apparently, it's being described in some places as a frantic damage control after the student claimed that the nation of Israel was guilty of ethnic genocide. And and all Harris could see is, oh, well, that's your truth. It's okay. You're speaking your truth. Well, it's not true, and she should have stuck up for our ally. And she leaves D.C. for a secret trip to Palm Springs after this unmitigated disaster of a week that they've they've had last week. Biden's approval ratings, again, we're looking at demographics in this case, but among African-American voters plunged more than 20 points in a month. Who, who would ever support that? Why would anybody trust these Democrats, the same Democrats that can't maintain law and order and safety and security, the same Democrats that that robbed your your Social Security lockbox blind. There's no lockbox. They squandered it all. Medicare is going bankrupt. No law and order. They have the worst school systems in these deeply blue cities and states. Obamacare promises all of them were broken. Inflation now at a 30 year high. Well, what do you think this is in large part to the biggest indicator is energy prices. How's Joe doing in Afghanistan, abandoning Americans, their families, uh, green card holders, thousands of them? How's he doing with, you know, abandoning our Afghan allies that we promised if this day ever came, we'd get them the hell out of there. Tell me what he's doing good. And now even a socialist agenda. It was pretty disgusting, by the way, uh, what they did to Kristen Cinema. I want to get into some of the details of this, but you got the Democratic Party. Boy, if you don't if you don't tie that that you know yourself to that radical socialist line, she's trying to look out for the people of her state in Arizona. By the way, polling much better than Mark Kelly, who's just basically a, an automatic yes, Schumer, Pelosi, Biden vote, and she refuses to support this Biden. Bernie manifesto and the spending orgy of the, the squad and this new green deal. And she goes into the ladies room over the weekend and uh, she's followed by this person that's proceeding to film her while she goes to the bathroom. 
I thought this is the political party that claims to represent women. I haven't heard a word or a peep out of anybody about how women in Afghanistan are now being treated. They can't go to school anymore, Joe. They can't go to work anymore. They're being beaten. We have the videos beaten in the streets. They can't leave their home without a male relative. They're told how to dress, and they've got to cover head to toe. That's unbelievable. Oh, and by the way, those public executions are getting, you know, larger and larger by the day. We'll get back into this in a second when we come back. 800-941-SHAWN is our number. Come on, man. It's taken me 47 years to perfect doing nothing. I had to become president to show you I could do that better than anybody. Joe Biden, the most dangerous man in America. This is the Sean Hannity Show. If you missed any of Sean's show today, catch up tonight on demand at 710WOR.com slash podcast. just read that the first lady of uh, Florida, Casey DeSantis, has been uh, diagnosed with breast cancer. You know, my mom had like stage four breast cancer. She survived it. I mean, but it was brutal. Uh, double mastectomy. I think she had, Linda, get this, like 20 it impacted or 19 or 20 lymph nodes. I mean, that means it's, it's tragic. The lymph nodes yeah. are the are the areas of the body which catches it to prevent it from moving and spreading to other parts of the body. Her odds were not good. It was stage four cancer. And she survived it, but not after, you know, chemotherapy that half killed her, you know, losing her hair, which, you know, nobody wants to live through that. We've seen that with many people. And then radiation, which was also brutal. Um, anyway, she's, she's the governor put out a statement i'm saddened to report she has a lot of young children that florida's esteemed first lady my beloved wife has been diagnosed with breast cancer and he said his remarks did not go into detail about the prognosis but emphasized that his wife faces the most difficult test of her life mother of three young kids uh she's the centerpiece of our family has made an impact on the lives of countless floridians and through our initiatives as first lady of florida and she faces the most difficult test. She will not only have my unwavering support, but the support of our entire family, as well as the prayers and well wishes from Floridians across the state. Casey's a true fighter. She'll never, ever give up. It's only 41 years old. You know, it used to be one in nine. When my mom got it many, many, many years ago, she since, you know, she passed away a long time ago, but at that time it was one in nine, a very high incident incidence on Long Island. I don't know why. Um, the treatments have gotten better. They've gotten more effective. So there's a lot of hope there, but it's, you know, do you know who said it to me best? Um, when Don Imus got cancer, he actually said to me, he goes, you get the diagnosis and you have prostate cancer. And by the way, most men will die with prostate cancer, but it's something you got to check and you got to watch your PSA level, et cetera. And just like women need to get breast exams every year, just simple, basic colonoscopies every five years. I've had four of them. They suck. But, you know, well, first we're praying for the First Lady of Florida. And I just, you know, it's like one in seven women now. Please take this stuff seriously. Your health, your life is so important. And uh, our prayers are with her and the entire family today and her kids. 
right, 25 to the top of the hour, 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program. So before I get to this tape of Kristen Cinema going to the bathroom and being harassed, um, let me just point this out. There was a survey by our friend Robert Cahaley, Trafalgar, and also by the Convention of States. And this $3.5 trillion, you know, new Green Deal socialist plan, which every Republican opposes, thankfully, that I know of. I've not heard of one Republican supporting it. If if they are, they need to find another party. It's that simple. We can't afford it, first and foremost. Anyway, it's losing support now, even among Democrats. And independents are abandoning it in droves. So, anyway, in the survey that just came out, with, uh, you know, as this, they've now had to stop the process and put it on hold for a month. Democrats in the survey show 50.2% said they would be less likely to back the package if taxes are included. This is Democrats. Now, they say they want socialism, which is interesting. It's a weird, yeah, they're all over the map, I guess, when it comes to their positions. But anyway, independence now, 73.7% less likely to support the plan. If it includes debt and taxes, Republicans were never supportive in their survey conducted by Trafalgar Convention of States. Ninety two percent said they're less likely to OK the package. Overall, 71 percent oppose the Biden package. Now, the Democratic Party has been taken over by the radical base. There are two real holdouts in this battle, Joe Manchin and Kristen Cinema, and Kristen Cinema, the senator from Arizona. I, I don't know her. I've never met her. I've interviewed Joe Manchin and, and I've, I've had a friendly relationship with him. We just just agree to disagree. Um, he often changes his mind and buckles. So I don't know how this is going to play out by the new deadline of Pelosi of, of October 31st. Anyway, so, you know, the Democratic radical socialist wing of the party. She's not supporting the Bernie Biden manifesto and the spending orgy and the new Green Deal socialism. Anyway, she's going to the bathroom. They can't even leave this. You know, if, if this was a Republican following anybody into the bath. See, they're terrorists. They're terrorist sympathizers. They're the, you know, you know how the, the, the narrative would go. And, you know, this is a political party that claims to represent women, but they're silent about how afghan women are being treated they claim to support gay rights uh we know what the taliban does to people that are lgbtq we know what they do they kill them and i would think that people agree with me even though maybe you disagree with me on some other issues on this that this was the biggest debacle abandoning americans and letting the islamic emirates of afghanistan emerge with 80 billion plus dollars of our you know our our military equipment the biggest and best and most technologically advanced in the world anyway so Kristen cinema i don't know her but people that do know her have told me that she's actually she's a very nice woman and she really is passionate about standing up for the people of arizona that's what they've told me um anyway so now they follow her into a bathroom we've got the tape listen okay i'll be back Sit down, we want to talk to you real quick. Can we talk to you real quick? Hey, actually, I am heading out. But um, right now is a real moment that our people need in order for us to be able to talk about what's really happening. We need a build back better plan right now. We, we're not that door. 
we need solutions in the Build Back Better plan, meet has the solutions that we need. We knocked on doors for you to get you elected, and just how we got you elected, we can get you out of office if you don't support what you promised us. We need 7 million citizenship for 7 million. We need the Build Back Better plan right now. My name is Blanca. I was brought here to the United States when I was three years old. And in 2010, my grandparents both got deported because of SB 1070. And I'm here because I definitely believe that we need a pathway to citizenship. My grandfather passed away two weeks ago, and I was not able to go to Mexico and visit him because there is no pathway to citizenship. And if we have the opportunity to pass it right now, then we need to do it because there's millions of undocumented people just like me who share the same story or even worse things that happen to them because of SB 1070 and because of anti-immigrant legislation. And this is the opportunity to pass it right now and we need you to, we need to hold you accountable to what you told us, what you promised us that you were going to pass when we knocked on doors for you. It's not right. I'm a survivor. All right, you hear the toilet flush. Now Biden was asked about this by Peter Ducey today. Biden says, oh, it's no big deal. No big deal? We're now, we're now following people into bathrooms, that's okay. Mr. President, uh, you're talking about how you have 48 Democratic votes right now. The other two uh, have been pressured over the weekend by activists. Joe Manchin had people on kayaks show up to his boat, TL Adam. Senator Sinema last night was chased into a restroom. Do you think that those tactics are crossing a line? I don't think they're appropriate tactics, but it happens to everybody from the, the only people it doesn't happen to are people who have Secret Service standing around them. Um, so uh, it's, it's, it's part of the process. Part of the process. Just part of the process. Really? Okay. I guess if that's now the official position of the Democratic Party. No, look, we saw this with, you know, um, who was the DHS secretary? She, and Sarah Sanders, it happened to her and... I mean, it's happened to many concerns. Ted Cruz had to go through this. Everybody. I mean, it does happen, but it doesn't make it right. You know, so she, you know, Kristen Sinema is now blasting the Democratic Party's, you know, protesters. And she said yesterday's behavior is not legitimate protest. It's unacceptable for an activist organizations to instruct their members to jeopardize themselves, engaging in unlawful activities, gaining entry to closed university buildings, disrupting learning environments, filming students in a, in a restroom. In the 19 years I've been teaching at ASU, I've been committed to creating a safe, intellectually challenging environment for my students. Yesterday, that environment was breached. My students were unfairly, unlawfully victimized, and it's wholly inappropriate. I mean, by the way, it's against the law, as a side note here. You know, I've, is this now the Democratic Party? As long as it's... If somebody's not voting the way they want, that it's okay to harass a female politician like this, follow her into the ladies' room, film her as she's trying to go to the bathroom. You have this woman standing in front of the bath, in front of the stall for crying out loud, with a phone up. I mean, it's it's really really insane out there. Where are the arrests here? Arizona Daily Independent points out that Arizona law thirteen. Dash 3019 makes it illegal for any person to knowingly photograph, videotape, film, digitally record, or by any other means secretly view another person without that person's consent under either of the following 
circumstances in a restroom, bathroom, locker room, bedroom, or any location where the person has a reasonable expectation of privacy and the person is urinating, defecating, dressing, undressing, nude, or involved in sexual intercourse or sexual contact. Now the Arizona police have launched an investigation, according to the Epic Times, uh, about this, this recording. I feel sorry for her. Bernie Sanders says the $3.5 trillion price tag is likely to be lowered. Well, is the squad agreed with that? We'll see. Um, but anyway, she, who follows somebody into the bathroom? Good grief. I have, I have had some weird moments, Linda, in the course of my life. Going to the bathroom. You know, I haven't even washed my hands yet. People put their hand out. <laughs> oh, my gosh. There's actually a few stories from when we were on the road, when you were doing your book tour. We were doing oh, my, oh, my God. I, I won't say it on the air. Tr- I don't think people I are won't. trying to be mean. I'm like, uh, I think for your sake, you want me to wash my hands first. Good grief. Uh, whole, new, Denver- uh, whole new promotion for the fist pump. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or the elbow. I'm, I'm big into the elbowing. Elbow was uh, weird, Pelosi dude. set this new deadline now of October 31st because they, they don't have the votes. They don't have it. And Democrats tax hike proposal, you know, shatter Biden's no new taxes pledge unless you make 400 grand. But I've been pointing that out already. That's why, you know, paying more for everything energy wise is is it's it is what it is. We're now at a 30 year high for inflation. Mortgage payments are getting more and more unaffordable. Home prices are rising at a record pace, even with low interest rates. If you haven't refinanced AmericanFinancing.net, prices these these rates are going to go up. That's going to be bad for the for the real estate market at some point. Key inflation soars to a thirty year high. One of their key measures when they gauge core personal consumption expenditures price index. Excluding food and energy costs, it's a 30-year high in August. That's not good. You have cargo ships anchored off New York, L.A., fast, face a four-week wait before they can unload. This is now impacting uh, global supply chains. That's on the brink of collapse almost. You know, Buddha judge quiet on the growing port congestion. They can't even get them. They can't even get products to market anymore. And I don't know if any of you go grocery shopping like I do every week. Hannity, you don't do your own grocery shopping. Yes, I do. And the and the I, I see price increases that are dramatic. Linda, you know I go grocery shopping. They're I think actually, the- listen, if you were not a talk show host no. and you did not become, you know, improve your air guitar skills, you might actually be a chef. I think you like to cook quite a bit and you're a good gardener. Right. Uh, you could anyway. say thank you. Thank you, thank, Linda, for those lovely you, remarks. I appreciate your kind remarks. Uh-huh. I actually would one day. You know, Steve Bannon. I've known Steve for a long time. Do I always agree with Steve? No, but we've always we've always gotten along. Very smart guy, and he worked in the White House, as you know, ran bright part as everybody knows. And anyway, and he's he's right in his prediction. He says we're going to have a sweeping victory, and he says for MAGA policies in 2022. I'm not a Republican. You can already see one thing Donald Trump gave the Republican Party, and I'm not a registered Republican, is he gave them a spine, a backbone. They fought harder. Trump fought. An outsider, a disruptor, an iconoclast, those mean tweets, if it means we don't abandon Americans behind enemy lines and 
and subject have women subjugated to the Taliban. I, I'm I, I vote for the mean tweets. If it means we go back to energy independence, I vote for the mean tweets. If it means that we secure our borders and finish the wall and keep the stay in Mexico policy and and again process and release of Joe uh, in the middle of a pandemic, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm all for the mean tweets. If it means we don't have inflation, I'm for the mean tweets. And he's right. And, and Bannon is saying we're going to have a sweeping victory in 2022. I believe that's all true. But Republicans, you know, there's there's this battle I mean, you see what Liz Cheney, Kinziger, they all just, you know, they have this predetermined outcome for this January 6th commission, which we have condemned repeatedly from day one on this program. You can't have institutions and you can't have our elected officials put in harm's way. And I don't care what your politics are. It's just a fact. Nor can you have the 534 riots with thousands of cops being pelted with bricks, rocks, bottles, Molotov cocktails either. And burning police precincts and taking over city blocks and trying to burn down federal buildings. And then Democrats say nothing about that. There's no commission on that. Now, the the January 6th commission, it's a predetermined outcome. But if Republicans are true to the simple conservatism of America first, make America great again, what is it? It's predicated on liberty, freedom, capitalism, and our Constitution. It's predicated on limited government, less bureaucracy, lower taxes, free market health care solutions that protect pre-existing conditions. It's predicated on law and order so everyone could be safe and secure and pursue happiness. It's predicated on, okay, let's abandon this failed public school system and give people choice in education. In New York, that would mean a $40,000 check per student to go to a private school. I think that would be a good deal. You know, it means secure borders. It means energy independence. It means free and fair trade. Constitutionalists on the bench. It means peace through strength. That's what it means. Bannon's right. If Republicans, I'm not a Republican. You know, some already. Why any of them are raising the debt ceiling and helping the Democrats? I don't know. There's a good line used by a reminder of Michael Barone's column today. First, you win the argument, then you win the vote. Margaret Thatcher. And pointed out that that advice is ignored by Biden and the Democratic Party leaders to their detriment. And, you know, all of these policies of Biden are failing. Republicans want to win. They need to be America first, make America great again, conservatives. That's what works. Bannon is 100 percent right on that. All right, quick break. We'll come back. 800-941-SEAN is our number. We got a great Hannity tonight, by the way, former Vice President Pence. Newt Gingrich, John Andrasik, we're going to take his, wow, powerful video. We, we're doing our own version. Um, he's going to give us license to do it. He might might be the risk of his career. Anyway, you're going to want to tape it. Uh, blood on my hands based on Afghanistan. And we've got a busy day. You know, it's amazing that we, and this, this is fascinating. We have now discovered, now this is post the Inspector General report, FISA abuse. Now, he did an update, Michael Horowitz, 200 and nine errors out of a sample of only 29 FISA applications. This is madness. Jason Chaffetz, later on John Andrasik, and David Schoen and Greg Jarrett all coming up.